In just a few moments, we will hear from the most powerful black man in America today. Everybody, I don't think you heard you the most powerful black man in the world. Hey, y'all, they asked why I seem so solemn. On a throne between three stone columns You know the name, fucking up the game, no condoms Everybody goddamn first world problem The truth is inconvenient as non-believers Fearing DACA dreamers instead of FEMA Bentley, Benzer, Abima, Fiji, Aquafina We fuck around and be the next Iwo Jima The tide's rising at the same time like the same Boom, 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 realest guy in the room. You already know who it is. It's your boy, DJ Keymania, back again with another episode of For the Culture. I believe this is episode 36 of this fantastic podcast. First of all, I want to wish you guys a very blessed week. I um, hope you guys are having a blessed week already. Um, and if you're not, um, just know that your blessings will come. You just got to get ready for your blessings. Blessings will come when you're, when you're ready for your blessings um so you i think um we took a break last week um just to uh refresh the batteries just take a little enjoy to enjoy the holiday we didn't want to be um under um pressure to do an episode when um everybody has the that, that weekend off so we just wanted to spend it with family um, enjoy or protect our energy and everything like that. Don't worry about anything. Don't worry about. I don't, don't want to focus on anything else. So I do. Um, thank you guys for being patient with us. I know there's a couple people that hit me up, be like, "Yo, where's the pot at?" Um, so it was really great to just really uh, focus on on our mental health, our physical health, and our spiritual health. Um, so that way we can come back this week and come back even greater. Um, but as you know, um, we have. We're going to have a lot of news, a lot of, uh, we're going to talk about a lot more, more music here for you today. Um, there's so much that happened, um, this, this, this week. Um, so I just want to talk about kind of last week when we was, um, um, talking about even doing an episode. Um, one of the main things that we were going to talk about was the Grammys and Dave Chappelle. Um, but what we really want to do is talk about communication amongst ourselves because communication really sucks. Um, and what, what what's funny is, is that when we don't communicate, we have things that happen even this week. Did y'all see that picture? Um, if not, um, go check out the show art for this week. Um, if you're listening to this podcast on Amazon or on Spotify or on the website, you should see the cover art for this week where we have a interracial rela- interracial couple. Um, um, when we, when you know, when we don't talk about social cues and social um, things, we have interracial couples who take pictures in a cotton field. Um, so there's so much there that we have to break down. Um, I'm, 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 I'm wild up. I had a wild week myself. So I just want to wish you guys the, a better week than I had. Um, it was, it's been crazy. It's been real crazy where I've been, um, in the studio just trying to like, you know, really focus on what I got shit I got going on. You know what I'm saying? We got so much shit that we got planned for even next year. Uh, we've reached a level 12 of the Jumanji game that's called the 
COVID uh, 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 Jumanji game, the COVID edition, and it's crazy. So, like, we just want to um, say rest in peace to all the lost souls that we lost. I don't think even as a country we have uh, began to mourn the people um, that we lost so far um, in the last year or so uh, because of COVID. You know, we just sort of started thinking about it. I know um, 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 Chadwick Boseman's birthday was just passed. Um, last, um, it was the anniversary where Kobe and LeBron gave each other that was just, just passed as well. Uh, so there's a lot of emotions that, you know, uh, we sort of buried that sort of just come, uh, come, um, back up while we sort of just sort of put this year to bed. Um, so no, but, um, thank you guys for just, um, um, being patient um, with this year and then just be patient with this podcast. This podcast, um, um, as this year closing, we're coming in a couple months. Um, it will be a year since we started the pod. So um, thank you for just being patient with us and growing with us. And, and in my evolution, I think next year um, we got, we got, we got to have a lot of big plans coming um, for the pod and a lot of big things happening for the pod. So I um, just want to say thank you for um, all the participants who have um, allowed us to uh, be part of this journey um, that we're on. Um, so first things first, I think what we want to do is just um, talk about, uh, first of all, let's talk about Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle. Um, Dave Chappelle, um, it feels like the, the, the country as a whole. I think the culture wants to uh, um, anoint Dave Chappelle the best comedian of this generation while um, um, in Hollywood. Um, Kevin Hart might have that 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 spot, and when what what what's funny is, and I've even gone with this in my personal life, is that there is room for two kings to rule um, a kingdom. Like kings should rule together. Like Kevin Hart and Dave Chappelle are two different types of comedians. Just like back in the day when you had um, Eddie Murphy and Bill Cosby, those are two different types of comedians, but they uh, held. Their, their place and I feel like we don't have to hate one to love the other um, that being said Kevin Hart I don't think Kevin Hart fell off per se I think Kevin Hart um, cause didn't get the chance to shop around his jokes before he got to film it <coughs> um, and that being said it's like we want Kevin Hart to be funny like he was when he was younger, but he's in his forties now. He's not thirty-five and ticking. Um, he's not even thirty. He's not. He's not the guy that made Soul Plane. Um, even then, he got famous for talking about his family. And I think what we want, um, we get upset at Kevin Hart for not talking about the things that we want him to talk about. Um, and maybe that, I think that's on us to be honest with you. So I do want to say, um, Dave Chappelle will hit it right on the head. Well, 
when he talks, when he put out that little, not even, I don't even think it was even comedy. Um, it's not comedy. He's just talking, but the way that he says stuff is just his, his comedic timing is just very, very so advanced that you can just, um, you, you have no, um, choice but to take it as comedy. So, um, it, with him, it's a little bit different um, because when he talked about how he was a child and, you know, just uh, that battle of ownership, I think what we've, we've been battling that subsequent, um, sub- subconsciously, even with our own lives in 2020, that whole battle of trying to own our own lives. Now we think that somebody's taking, um, our lives away. Uh, this pandemic has taken our lives away and we can sort of relate to what Dave Chappelle is going through. Cause a lot of people, um, had their jobs t- taken away from them. I know for me, um, a lot of this week, um, Spotify, um, has released the Spotify wrapped where, um, you, we got to look at uh, all the music and all the top songs and all the top artists that we listen to. Um, so just shout out to, uh, Spotify and, um, Apple music, uh, for doing those. Um, but, um, we'll, we'll, we'll talk. Um, we, you do have, uh, those types of, of things where, um, as an artist myself, I'm looking at, you know, my own album that I put out earlier th- th- this year. And I'm just like, you know, that was, that was maybe about two weeks before the pandemic hit. So you take that into account and then you go ahead and then you, you kind of realize, oh shit, uh, this pandemic kind of screwed with my album rollout. And, um, subconsciously, I didn't really realize how it, it affected me, um, um, mentally or, or spiritually or, or physically even. And it did wonders because then when I look at my Spotify, um, yo, I was severely depressed this past year. Didn't realize it, but because I didn't get to do the things that I had planned in 2019 for 2020 for this album that I had been working on for the past seven years, um, it, it did do, um, it did take its effect and it showed on my Spotify wrapped. Uh, so I was really, really, um, amazed at some of the songs, my top five songs, um, um, that showed up and I'll kind of just, um, if I can pull it up here real fast, I will, um, share it with you guys. Cause I just thought it was like very, very telling, um, not so much the artists that were in my, in my top five, but just the song names, just the song names, uh, that was in there. Uh, so the number one song was broken. Uh, number two, apparently, um, number three was miss me. Um, number four was I get lonely. And then number five was night job. Um, so that was a very lonely and depressing, uh, top five album. So it's like, yo, I have the top, a song top five of somebody who just probably lost something very, very important to them and fell into a deep depression. Um, which is sort of sums up my 
2020 in fact that you know with this album my baby with all these songs that i wanted to um, i had a plan for was to put out one album then re-release it uh in the summertime and couldn't do that and so that kind of messed with you know my rollout as well so all things considered all things um verified um just want to shout out everybody that um, did have a fantastic um, album rollout. I have a, had a couple friends that had a fantastic musical career, uh, growth uh, compared to last year. And that's what it all is um, for me to even start a kick in the door in with my album um, that was uh, that got spearheaded. Um it's very very it was very important to me to even try to get an album out that was very very important to me and that's what i kind of did and so with all things being considered with everything that happened with 2020 i think next year we're gonna the album roll out i'm gonna i'm gonna really own in on the album roll out own my album roll out and we're gonna try to eat um we're gonna we will not just try but we will um get the album roll out that we we deserve um so shifting gears um there was a lot of talk about the grammys this year and the thing is about the grammys is fuck the grammys we need to put more emphasis on like the soul train awards the bt awards the bt hip-hop awards um we just need like an award show, um, especially with you know BT sort of spearheading all the black content. I think it's very important that we get award shows that actually care about us and love us. Um, not to say that the Grammys don't, but at the same time, um, the Grammy board got some things wrong, and um, not. I think last year what we did since we focused on so much on the rap categories. Um, that this year, um, or last year, or even previous the year previously, we sort of focused on the rap categories. I don't think they got it right. Um, um, since Kendrick won his grand Grammy back in 2018, I want to say it was when uh, he released Damn. Um, but at the same time, um, Joey Badass got snubbed for uh, album of the year, and he had a great album that that year. So that, but that was even back then. So here, here's the thing: the Grammys are never gonna get it right. They just never will. Um, the fact, the big story is, is that they snubbed the weekend, um, and they and they publicly. It just seems like they publicly uh, snubbed him, um, and it's it, the Grammys is politics. Like, there's a bunch of politics that you have to play for the Grammys. Um, the politics is that we will never, as the public, we will probably never know what those politics actually are. As an artist myself, I kind of have an idea of what those politics is. And it's literally, you have to kiss the Grammy board's ass and do whatever they, they want you to do. Um, the fact that he chose to do the Super Bowl, um, I, I would have did an internal fight for that one because... Um, if you go back to, um, um, I always, I always do this, but if you go back to what Michael Jackson, um, when he won his Grammy, he really 
did the Super Bowl that year and then also won like a Grammy Legend Award. If you look at that iconic picture of him and Janet Jackson at the 93 Grammy Awards, um, that was the year that he performed at the Super Bowl. So for the Grammys to um, snub the weekend for choosing to do the Super Bowl and and get snuff for the Grammys, that falls strictly on the Grammys. That has nothing to do with what The Weeknd did. And The Weeknd had a, a fantastic year. So, But I do think it fucks up somebody's year fucking of the legacy of an artist when you do snub them. So snub them. So I think, um, the Grammys owes the public and the weekend, um, an explanation of why that occurred. Um, there should be, had been no reason why that man should have gotten, um, something, a nomination, something. Um, the fact that he didn't get nominated, uh, was a crime in itself. Now going further into that you do have the rap categories where they're in the rap categories you do have you see uh people like um um who nas freddie gibbs um i think uh jay electronica got nominated i do think black thought got snubbed and you would think such a public figure a daily public figure who works for jimmy fallon on the late show on nbc you would think black thought would have got nominated for a grammy i don't know if his album came out later i think it came out the same time that Nas's album came out so i don't understand why um his album got got um snubbed but then again it's very very weird to me how that whole thing um sort of works um but at the same time freddie gibbs deserves this um um and so does nas i hope nas wins because i loved his album um so i'm hoping for those two to get the actual win um for that one so Shout outs to those guys. The culture wins. I know Beyonce uh, kind of is leading the nominations for Black is King. Um, yo, she kind of deserved it. The fact that she was able, I was actually kind of upset last year that she wasn't nominated uh, because when she first came out with um, The Lion King, the gift of uh, for The Lion King, her her album for that one, I'm glad she re-released it and put out Black is King um, because um, Brown Skin Girl is a magical song. Um, that whole visual album was very, very magical in itself. Um, love her or hate her, um, um, the, the whole African aesthetic that she was able to promote and not, um, 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 she, she, it a hundred percent embraced the Africanism, um, that lives in deep inside of all of us, uh, that are originally from Africa. Uh, so it was great to see that in itself. Um, so shout outs to Beyonce for that. Um, I do think, um, Drake trying to get the Grammys uh, replaced um, is maybe sort of needed. I don't know. It, we what we do need is maybe something low, low, a, a grassroots type of thing where we can bring it up. I I've missed the Source Awards. Uh, we need something 
that we put on a pedestal that can actually grow. Um, also, uh, speaking of, oh, just to make sure, I don't think I covered this, but I think the official uh, theme song will be that thought versus everybody. So uh, we'll we'll go from there. But honestly, um, um, we so just to move on, um, yo, I do think um, it's very very important to note as well. Um, Little Wayne came out with the car, not the Carter Five, but there was another series that he loves to do, which was No Ceilings, uh, No Ceilings Three. I did fuck fuck with heavily in the beginning of the album. I kind of wish he kind of switched it. Um, I kind of what fucked with everything with that whole project is that he gave his kids too much of a platform and I get it but I think what he should have done if he was going to do something like that was just have his kids come out with something and have him be the front man for it but for his for him to put them on his album it kind of like I was like Okay, bruh, am I listening to Kids Bop? Like, is that what I'm listening to right now? Because I don't really don't want to fuck with this. So it, it, it is the first half of the album is like, is, uh, is, or I should say mixtape because it, it kind of like was a little bit, um, lackluster because it was on that pip. So you didn't get a really, Digest it unless you have the Dat Piff app, app, which was cool because I actually got to go back and kind of see um, my. I had to go look for my login information for Dat Piff, um, but either way, it was really fun to um, go back down memory lane and sort of reminisce about those mixtape era days where mixtapes really did take pre- press pre- uh, precedence um, in that whole. Um, culture. Um, so shout out to Little Wayne for that. But you're still a coon, Wayne. You're still a coon, Wayne. Um, you still support Trump, Wayne. The fact that, um, also, one track I hated was his Life is Good, um, um, song. Um, first of all, uh, Wayne, you haven't done your taxes fucking with Trump, huh? See, that's the type of shit I don't like. <laughs> Kanye West, still more coonery. Um, the coonery of it all. I mean, geez. Um, so, but no, um, just on a music tip, um, shout out to both of, 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 of those guys, even, um, because, you know, even with, with Kanye, um, it's very, very, uh, telling that we have, um, a lot of things with Kanye uh, just going based off of, of what he got, he got planning for his next album. And it's like, it looks like he's been, um, in the studio cooking up and everything like that. So, uh, shout outs to him. Um, I don't know, uh, if, uh, we, but, uh, uh, I do want to say I'm so very, very excited for the NFL, for the NBA to um, come back. I am pissed. 
that I've been having to watch this crappy ass football season commence. It's been just so trash. I'm, I mean, look, I'm in, I'm, I'm a Denver Bronco. Like as you well, 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 well know that I'm, I'm a huge. We are a huge. Denver Broncos fans, so it's just it's been just trash. Our season's been shot to hell. Um, so hold on, let me just see. Yeah, so just to just to just to see that um, our Nuggets are coming back. We do have we still have Jamal Murray and Jokic. I really am sad we lost Grant. <sighs> Grant was gonna be the our third guy, and you know, fuck, we lost him. So. Um, but no, he he traded up for more money, which I can't I can't blame any player for just knowing their worth. I think that's like just um, a episode of itself, just knowing your worth. Um, speaking of knowing your worth, um, shout out to um, all the people from Triller. Uh, first of all, um, before all of that, I do want to shout out all the people. Um, all the black businesses that knew their worth and got their worth um, with Black Friday. I hope that you guys uh, prosper. That should be a holiday we need to take back. The fact that they named it Black Friday. Um, so I do hope that black people took um, the chance to invest more in black businesses um, for Black Friday because that's our holiday. We need to take that one back too. Just like we took back the N-word. Um, sorry for that. I got my gold bag. I promise. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say was, um, I do hope that we um celebrate um uh, each other in this time, um, because we did have a culture. This is a kind of the first time I saw like a a a boxing promotion that was so heavily traded in the black culture realm. Um, so shout out to Triller for that. That was the most authentic. Like, I really did fuck with that pay-per-view. The fact that they had YG, St. John. Um, they also had uh, um, Snoop, of course. Snoop was like, he was the breakout star of that whole promotion. Um, Snoop was heavy. Um, you also had Wiz Khalifa there. I am kind of shocked that Wiz and Snoop didn't perform together. Do they have some type of beef? Like, are they beefing? I'm still mad they didn't do a versus. Like, why? Why? Come on! And where's Mac and Devin? Go! Like, where? Where's? Where's that? Where's the part two of that? I just don't know. <laughs> but no, all the LA cats came out. It was really uh, fun to see of uh, that actually happened. So I do hope that they um, come together. I think I believe Triller um, they actually going to expand that. So they're actually starting the Fight Club, which is going to be a sort of a boxing promotion. So the endless going to be endless promotion. Just um, imagine when they start doing video games for the fight club or boxing video games if they're able to do it and have it having the culture sponsor that oh is just gonna be so fucking amazing if they're able to do it right um um which is hopefully when we when we when i talk about us banding together um 
and this is because Chiller, the paired person for Chiller is um, Caucasian. So when when I talk about us banding together and working together towards a common goal, that that's what I would like to see. That's progression right there. Us working together, um, not one trying to lead one or one was kind of spearheading one and kind of being the front man, which was Snoop. But there was the white dude backing it and just you know put putting legs up for it. So that was that 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 was really cool to see. Um, that was just really cool to see. Um, um, I think this week was really kind of disappointing just for me seeing that picture of the of the of the black dude holding up the piece of content while he's kissing on his white girlfriend. Um, that was kind of infuriating. I wanted to save that for towards the end piece. I don't really have too much here for us, but yo, that was just trash. That that shit is trash, my bruh. First of all, how can we in 2020 like this is this is this is what happens. This is what this is what we're going to do. Like it's not about him kissing the white girl. It's the fact that you're doing in the, it's, it's not even the fact that he's 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 in a cotton field. It's the fact that you're holding up the cotton. Fuck all of that. Oh, what? You just set our people back emotionally back like two generations, my dude. Who the fuck are you? <sighs> like what in the entire upgraded Kanye West sunken place buffoonery was that picture? And I hope all of his friends clown the fuck out of him. I hope he has family members who clown the fuck out of him. And that's what I'm talking about. And I remember way back this past summer, we I, when I spoke about interracial relationships and we need to start communicating what this moment meant for us and what our history is. The fact that this I don't know who, like, I'm assuming the worst. So I don't know whose idea it was for any, any one person in that, in that picture. Like, I don't know whose idea it was for them to go out to a cotton field, do a photo shoot and hold up, like, was do, how old are they? Do you, d- does the younger generation think that's progression? No, that's regression. That's regression. Um, and if we want the definition of regression, we can go ahead and pull it up real fucking quick. Um, because yo, I am, I am, I am sick. I'm sick. The, a re- regression, a return to a former or less developed state. The ignorance of it all. The ignorance of it all. The levels of regression. That shit was. It was stupid and asinine for, <laughs> for, for old boy to do it and for old girl to perpetuate it. 
So shame on both of them. And this is what I'm talking about with with that's my issue with interracial relationships. They get into these ignorant situations. And I had a homeboy talk to me. He's like, oh, well, that should not happen if they love each other. Clearly, those two people um, weren't infatuated with each other enough to go to a cotton field and take uh, do a photo shoot. That's that shit I was talking about. If you, I think it was what episode, uh, what it had to be like early episode, maybe 20, 24, 24, 25, 26, 27. Um, it's amazing t- to me that it just makes me very, very upset. Not for even them. But just us as a people, like, when are we going to have respect for ourselves, like, enough for us to do better? Like, we, wh- how many times do we have to tell each other that we need to do better so that we don't end up in these types of situations? You know what I'm saying? So, um, that was some crap. <laughs> That's some boo-boo the fool. That's some boo-boo the, the entire fool. Um. Oh gosh, it just looking at it, just it just it's just it's just like who. <sighs> On another note, uh, we do have Casanova going. He turned himself in for jail. Um, he turned himself into the FBI, I believe. I think he was wanted on racketeering char- charges. It's funny how things um, pan out for um, just rappers in general. Rappers. Um, um, but I did watch that video he did put out. So um, just huge shout out to the man Casanova. I'm not too, I'm familiar with his personality and his place in the culture. Um, it's very, very, um, disappointing when that sort of thing happens. Uh, when you clearly see that rappers are a target, like that's part of, that's also part of the perpetuating culture where rappers are, um, Rappers are um, clear targets of these type of situations, and it's 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 very very sad and very very um, confusing on what we need to do in order to change that narrative. Um, but it is also like you know, hopefully you know the the greatest story is is the story of redemption, and so if he can like beat that case and I hope he fights it and uh, he wins because that's something that um, sort of needs to be done um, I didn't really get to I didn't really talk about the Nate Robinson Jake Paul or the Mike Tyson and the Roy Jones uh, fights either um, one thing is I do think Nate Robinson and the, the, just the undercard alone for that pay-per-view was fantastic um, each fight was different. Each fight was interesting. Each fight brought something um, interesting to the to the table. Um, the Jake Paul and the Nate Robinson was the only um, knockout of the night, I believe. Um, but so the fact that um, you had those two guys um, go out there 
uh, Nate Robinson kind of as, um, skirted, um, re- re- became a recluse since then. I'm pretty sure he's he's taken a lot of hits. Um, you know, everybody is talking about that knockout, um, but it's just the way he did get knocked out. And it, you know, you got in those type of situations, somebody should have been in his corner that was that just didn't some somebody didn't have his best interest in heart, like. For him to understand what this meant for, I don't think he, he met the moment. And I think he let that moment, um, meet, didn't, it didn't meet the actual situation. He came in there ready to just fight. Like it was in May. And can't, but the, the, the first mistake we saw was him rushing Jake Paul um like it not knowing I think what he did was take the media promotion that they were doing to heart and kind of internalize that and then sort of went out there and did what he did but um he started the fight the way that he did but you can't start a fight with like if you watch boxing if you do if you're a fan of the sport you would know that it's a you gotta be it's controlled chaos you gotta work you gotta work your way up to that type of thing you just don't start out that way so the fact that he didn't do that is kind of bad I mean itself he kind of set himself up for that knockout um, the fact that Jake paused this was his second fight and he's in there now now he's with all the rappers and it's just a matter of time until he fucks up and somebody and he, we, we kick him out of the culture so we kind of um, kind to replace Nate Robinson with Jake Paul it's, it's just sad it's just so sad um so moving f- moving on though Mike Tyson and uh um Roy Jones Snoop Dogg like I said was the breakout star for that one it was it was really funny to see how they were able to uh get that one going <laughs> like those two old dudes I totally believe that uh, uh Mike Tyson did smoke some weed they were in LA they didn't get drug tested. Um, it was just an exhibition, um, and it wasn't for anything uh, serious. So I'm, I'm not surprised, and I'm I'm pretty sure that they will. If if Mike Tyson could redo that, he's gonna do it all the same way. Like I don't think he'll ever fight for a belt again, nor that he should. Um, he's only getting older from here, so I don't think it'll be smart for him to continue to uh fight after this um but no i do not i don't have anything else for you guys um um so i do want to say thank you for checking out the show um we next week we will have a lot more news a lot more music here for you this uh next week i want to say thank you again for checking out the show being patient with us returning back um with us even though we took a week off um thank you for not taking any weeks off by listening to us but tell a friend tell a friend to check out this this uh uh this podcast so that way we can grow for for 2021 and that way we can provide more opportunities i got i wanted to start doing events we want to start doing things that you know um uh that will be culturally heavy 
uh, for us. So the fact that we can do that and the fact that we, we can, um, we're so close to doing that is just amazing to me. I want to say thank you guys for even checking out the show. It, it's amazing that this show has taken off the way that it has. Um, so I want to say thank you again. Um, um, so with all that being said, Boom, 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 boom. Realest guy in the room. You already know who it is. It's your boy, DJ King Mania. And this has been another installment of For the Culture. Next week, we'll have a lot of non news about my emergency for you today. And you know, I got you. I got us. Um, so thank you. God bless. Peace. One love to the single mothers. I give all I have to the wars won. To the wars won, we gotta stick together. Women, stop chasing your man away. Man, stop acting crazy, chasing your woman away. We all we have to the wars won, baby.